Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We're so happy you decided to join us today, and uh, we're glad to be welcoming Rita back, who's just been pulling her hair out from what she was telling us before the show. But uh, we are here to assure okay. Rita that we are going to paste every single one of those hairs back on her head. She's going to be just <laughs> like Marvel. <laughs> he didn't waste any time. He threw me right under the bus. Did you hear that? <laughs> I just tried to find a way to cheer you up. That's all. I knew no, you had a tough time, know, so it's time to be laughing. I was saying to him before the show, I said, this is this is really a good time to tell everybody, you know, us psychics and mediums sometimes have shitty fucking weeks. And, you know, and this was the week from like hell. And uh, I didn't handle it the best way I could have. And so today <laughs> I threw the music on and I danced and I was like, I got to get out of this funk, man. So that's what I did. I got out of the funk. Yeah, that's important, too. All back. You got to get out of it. You got to take steps to get out of it. And it's not easy, you know, when you're feeling really, when you're flying down that spiral, that negative spiral, it's not easy to turn it around. But I guess that's why they say do it sooner rather than later, because the longer you wait, the harder it gets. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the truth. That's what happened to me. That's exactly what happened to me. And I went down the rabbit hole and I had to crawl back up and right. I'm out. That's good. Move on. But I want to tell you, I got this great, my friend, a friend of mine, um, it's not like manifestation or anything. It's just a really cool thing. He is able to download on his phone old movies like that they do on the radio, that they used to do on the radio like many, many moons ago, right? Not Certainly not when I was born, but like when my mother was around. So we listened to It's a Wonderful Life, and they were doing it on the radio, right? Oh, my. And they, they do it all in an hour. And then we listen to The Wizard of Oz. And I thought to myself, this is the coolest friggin' thing because I always thought, like my mother always said, they didn't have a TV right away. They only had radio, you know? So I wondered, like, what that would be like. And fascinating because you use your imagination. Yes. You know, to, to you know, re, you know listen to and all that. Even though I've seen the movie, it doesn't matter. You're still, like, a listening to it and using your imagination. I don't know. I have to find out where he, he probably told me and I freaking don't remember. But when I do find out, I'll tell everybody because I think people would like to listen to that. You, you, know? you know what's At cool least about I did. You know what's cool about that? Because maybe Rita yeah. doesn't know, but Walt has his own thing like that. I'll let Walt tell you. The grass what are you thinking of? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the, the project kind of fell by the wayside, but yeah, that, that's exactly that's what it was what all about. That's what you were doing. Yeah, it was basically creating oh. the equivalent, a modern equivalent of an old-time radio show. And, uh, yeah, oh, it, it, awesome. it, it kind of ended up on the back burner for a variety of reasons. But while we were doing it, it was a lot of fun. And it's challenging, too, because you have to do everything with sound. You can't – you're not allowed to use picture, right? So right. you have to kind of create the scene using background yep. sounds and so forth. And it's challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can only imagine what it must have been like back in the era of old time radio because they didn't have anywhere near like we can go out and get we can go to Google and just pick up a whole bunch of sound effects. They didn't have that. They had right. to go actually create them. They had to make them, invent exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So it, it was yeah. quite a challenge for them. Yeah, very much of a different era for sure. But uh, mm. I'm glad that you shared the fact, though, that you had a difficult time because, like you said, it's so easy for people to think, well, you know. They're on TV. They're on radio. They're on podcasts. They, they're good yeah, at this they, stuff. They, yeah. Well, it's not. Hey, we no. deal with life too. We all do, right? Yeah, I screwed up big time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
everything I preached went right out the window. <laughs> so, um, well, the funny thing too is that when we uh, when we recognize that's going on, I don't know about you. I know that my own experience that the more that I pay attention to myself, you know, going down that spiral, and I tend to catch it earlier and earlier each time. And I tend to be able to, to reverse it each time. There were, you know, in the past, I could have gone down a spiral and it would have lasted months, yeah. years perhaps, you know, depending on what we're talking about. Now, it's rare that it goes more than 24 hours, never more than a week, usually 12 hours maximum. And right. it's all because of mindfulness, of paying attention to what goes on and, well, yeah. recognizing my own warning signs. That's because we all get warning signs, right? I mean, even sure. those of us who, who thought that we had no connection to energy, I knew I had warning signs long before I understood how energy worked. <laughs> it was very clear right. that I was getting them, you know, because they're the ones that are like the two by fours that are about to hit you in the, in the middle of the forehead. And right. they're, they're pretty hard to ignore. But um, yeah, you just pay attention and, and you deal with them. And that's what you were doing. You, you paid attention, you recognized, okay, a lot of stuff going on. Got to turn this around. Well, but it <laughs> didn't take you four months. <laughs> no, well, let me tell you. Well, the good thing going for you is, just so you know, I don't know about Linda, but the good thing going, you don't have an Italian family to have to deal with. <laughs> I got to deal with all the craziness. And so sometimes I let them, you know, and, and not because they mean it, because they don't really mean to do it, mm -hmm. um, but they're struggling and they rely on me because I'm, I am in this field and they've, you know, they've seen my work and they, you know, they want to, they want to connect to something that would make them feel better. And I'm I'm in the rabbit hole already, and then I'm experiencing that on top of it. And being an empath, forget it. I was just like, get me in bed and wake me up in a week, because, you know, that's just what it was. But it's all good, you know. It it it's it's a learning experience every single time. That's and that's true. how you got to look at it. Yeah, that's how you got to look true. at it. And, and probably one of the biggest things you learn during those situations is how to not go into judgment. Or not right. buy into someone else's judgment of, of you, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's a very we, salient point, by the way. What, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, no. Um, did we have a topic today? Because, you know, Spirit brought me something, um, yesterday that, um, was very interesting to me that they asked me to do a, um, a class on and it was about, um, the animals and their chakras and how it works for them. And so I have done, you know, I found this one thing that I was researching that was really cool. And, um, let's see if I can remember though, cause I don't. Um, but I, I, I didn't realize that, you know, I guess they're holding a lot of energy right now, the animals for us, um, going through all of this. So they're trying their hardest to help us hold the energy and um, and they're saying it would be really good if you worked on their chakras and yours at the same time simultaneously like even if you had the even if you know you think oh the animal won't understand but they do and even if you had like a guided meditation on where you and the animal are listening to it together and um, it they're talking you through it and the animal is there spirit saying the animal gets exactly what it needs even though you may think oh how could it understand what this person is saying but it does and they said if you really 
unsure about it, you can place your fingers where the chakras are on the animal so that, um, so that they, they feel it even more. Like one hand would be on the animal, one hand would be on me, you know? You know what I love so about for- that? I just yeah. texted the both of you that I want to have my uh, a client of mine, Keiko, on the show. She she manifested this alpaca farm, right? And that even that that story is interesting enough. But that brought her to all this healing, right? So she has, I don't know, a couple of dozen alpacas plus a whole bunch of dogs and rabbits and you name it. She's got it right on her farm. Um, uh, forgive me, but what's an alpaca? An alpaca. It looks like a llama, but it's a. It's oh, okay. A, yeah. Right. So. So anyway, she does all holistic healing with her animals, right? So I wanted to bring her on so she could talk about not only the manifestation, but how that brought her to, she does healing now for people and for animals. But um, she has no vet bills on her farm because of what she does. And now she's worked on my animals and she does this healing thing that is touching on all of their chakras. And she goes oh. into their energy and she tells you what's happening in each one of those things. It's, okay. it's so we're gonna have her on, and it's just oh, cool. kind of funny how how I just texted you guys about her, and I want to bring her on the show. And here you are talking about something that is is like her every day, working yeah, with the animals awesome. and the chakras. Yeah, that's awesome. And I I may be calling her to work on me and my animal, so yeah. um, <laughs> because I uh, because I I I think that that's I would like to try that myself, even though I know I could turn on a, you know a. a a chakra healing meditation and, and just lay there with the dog. But I, I would love for someone else to facilitate because sometimes I don't always want to facilitate. I just want to lay there. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, sure. uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give you her information because um, yeah. I'm telling you, I have, she's just treated all my animals and I have one cat who's diabetic and since, because what she'll do is she'll tune in, she'll do energy healing. She'll see what she sees in each of the chakras. Um, and then she'll she'll tell you what homeopathics to give your animals. So since nice. I've been giving my diabetic cat the things that she's prescribed, and she'll check on it every couple of weeks and see if it's and she's she's in Texas. Um, yeah. This my cat w- w- was getting two and a half units of insulin twice a day. Now she's down to one. Oh mm. my god! Look at that. Excellent. There's yeah. a, there's a good she'll, change. She'll probably go down to nothing. You know, just by yeah. what what Keiko's tuning into, which is different than what I've been, she's 14. I've been going to a vet her whole life over this diabetic, diabetic stuff. Yeah. Um, and so in just like a month, she's done more change from my cat than I've had before. Has she worked wow. on you, Linda? Um, no, I usually work on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In different ways, but I would, I would have her work on me. Yeah. We, we just kind of yeah. swap out sessions now. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I'm what like, we all do at this point. Yeah, I'm right. like, listen, I gotta pay you for this stuff, and and so and because she's been doing this, I've been encouraging her since I had been coaching her to do this out in the world more, and yeah. now she's doing that, and she Look just gets her. wonderful results all the time. So it's like, yeah, you're supposed to do it. Let's go do it. So spirit says she does it like a child, where she has no ego attached to it. She's just full of love and gives, and she does not even attach attached to the outcome and that's why it works so well for her yeah i gotta that's, i gotta send her that because that's that's so true she has that energy when you when you meet yeah. her you'll know for sure yeah that's Beautiful. excellent really good well i'll tell you what i mean that, that's a, a good starting point for topics today what i had in mind was i i went to uh, facebook and i found some 
questions that people had posted, I figured we could address some of them. And one of them, I think, kind of ties in already. So let me uh, let me bring that in and we'll give you guys a chance to comment on them. Uh, this okay. was posted by a young woman named Sam. She said, I did a guided spirit guide meditation twice. I met a bird, a good-looking man who looked like he was from medieval times or could be from Lord of the Rings, laugh out loud, and a spotted deer. I spoke mm. with them briefly and felt a lot of love, but I don't know if my mind was just making stuff up and I was creating it all or or that I was just uh, and I was creating it all that way or or that it was real. Has anyone else ever experienced it or felt this way? Can you give me any advice about that? Um so like people I think uh, Linda do she no no do you want to go first? No no you go first. Okay. Um what people need to understand is that they create it. They don't create it. Somebody else. It, it's all creation. Like you don't have to worry about if you're creating it or spirits creating it or you use your imagination to open up that energy. Once that happens, everything is real. Everything. There's no, you know, there's no um, uh, disillusionment or, or no. Illusion or, uh, uh, you know, everybody, and everybody thinks that at the beginning. Oh my God, did I make this up? Did I really hear that? You know, cause if they hear their own voice in their head, they think just made that shit up. But you don't necessarily hear another voice. It's the same thing when we see. Um, so no, I want to tell her it's very real. And I don't even wait for the visions to come anymore. I go right in and create it. And then it just starts to play out. You know what I'm saying? Like last night, I so needed my team from the other side to help me that I had them all sitting on my couch with me and eating popcorn and drinking tea or whatever. And I'm like, work on me right now. You know, I need this kind of thing. So did I make it up? Closed my eyes. I envisioned it. I felt it. Done. It's the faith that you have to have behind that when you do it. It's the energy of absolutely this happened. And, and, because and it's, we, owning, it's owning that we are the creator. Right. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm getting really hot talking. Hold on a second. <laughs> what the hell's happening? Spirit's like, now I'm having a hot flash. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's, I can actually see what she's talking about. Like, I see her vision. And it's spot on. She's keep doing it. Tell her keep doing it. I, I, I miss because I, I, how did so I was getting a text from somebody. How did she this come to her? She's she had a guided meditation. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I used to hold a lot of guided meditations for people, and they would have all sorts of experience, and it didn't come from nowhere. I mean, it's coming to you because it's what is what you're ready to receive. When you're in, connecting in that energy. So, yeah. Right. And like Rita said, even if you might think you're making it up, um, but you aren't because it's coming to you. And you can absolutely do what Rita did and d decide to create the thing for yourself. Absolutely. Which, which you're kind of doing in a guided meditation anyway, because I know from giving these things, and Rita's done plenty of them, there could be 20 people in the room. They'll all have a different experience from the same words that are coming through the guided meditation. Yep. How does that That's happen? Why it happens because you create your own reality. 
Yeah, and that's why I make people share at the end of a meditation so that people see, oh, but I didn't see the color that you said, or I didn't feel, or you weren't supposed to, you were supposed to get exactly what you got. Right. Somebody fell asleep and said, I didn't hear anything. So you needed sleep, I said. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> <And> go. <laughs> you needed sleep and they worked on you. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's how they can work on us, you know, the best when we're not uh, aware, yeah. trying to like, you know, you know, do it ourselves. And, but the other thing too, to people who say they fell asleep, some, sometimes they're really not asleep. They're just, right. they just moved into another, another field of energy that right. they think it's sleep because they don't know what else to call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. also, I mean, aren't you the one who's, who's taught us many times about what you call night school? So it could be either one, right? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exhausted when yeah. they take me to school at night. <laughs> I get up the next day. I'm like, I need a friggin' nap. Is it nap time? You know, like when you're like in kindergarten, can we take a nap now? Yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 For me, night, night school, I put myself in night school and I, and I say what I want to learn, you know, because Before you go, you go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Before you go to bed, teach me this, this, show me this, this. Show me. Yeah. It's good. It's interesting because I have tried that a couple times after, usually on a Friday night, because we do our recordings together on Fridays. And on the Friday night, I will often give that a try that particular night. I'll I'll forget to do it the rest of the week, but I'll do it that night. And each time, it's usually been associated with trying to fix something with the app, the LOA Today app. And each time I would say, teach me whatever I need to do to know in order to take this next step that I've been having trouble taking. And invariably I wake up the next morning, I get a a new idea I hadn't had before. So I'm kind of buying into what you're saying now. It's like, I guess this really does work. Don't say kind of buying in. Well, you know, I'm, I'm building my, my, my belief system. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. It's happening. That's right. That's right. Well, hopefully that's helpful to Sam. I love the answers you guys gave. Um, Got another oh, one here. On. For, I just oh, want to add, because she had all these different animals come to her, right? Yeah. Oh, she can go further into that, which maybe she already did, and see what, what those messages were from those animals that came through. Yeah. And there was also a, a man who looked like he was from medieval times, like from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so that could be a guide. It okay. could be you. It could even be you. Because I know... A lot of people teach Absolutely. that what happens in your dreams are just different aspects of you. Like everything that everyone you meet within your dream is actually a reflection of you, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. That's. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I've she been able to determine. Term- yeah, I I think she, it's true. You're right, Linda. She should feel into it because I, when I feel into it, I'll know if it was me or if it was it an aspect of me or if it was somebody else from the other side trying to connect to me. So, you know, yeah. that's, or a visit like from a family member or something, you know, you know, so it's, you know. Yeah. And, and feeling into it or tuning into it or however people want to know that is because you know better than anyone. Like right. I could tell you, Oh, the deer meant this. Oh, this meant this, but that doesn't mean anything. It's what, what do you interpret that message to be? That's why dream interpretation is so um, interesting. And that, and um, this Gail Delaney uh, teaches it in a way that, you know, um, just because an elephant, you know, you, you pick up a, a book like for dreams and it'll tell you the elephant means this, the giraffe means this. And she says, no, nope, no, nope, that's not how it works. What does it mean to you? 
not, you know, you describe to me what that means to you. And when, so when people come to me with dreams, I get a lot of people with dreams that um, want to know what they are. I, there's way to prompt the questions by based on <clears throat> the class I took with this woman that helps them understand their dream so that I'm not telling them because it, they, they don't get necessarily the aha moment when I tell them what it is. Right. Even if I, even if I know it in my head, spirit will say, shush, ask the question so that they can get it, you right. know, cause you know, you get tempted. You're like, Oh yes, this is beep, boop, boop, you know, the whole thing. No, nope. you got to just like let them figure it out. And that's, that's the best, especially if it's recurring. Because the recurring yeah. ones are always telling you something. Mm. Yeah. And it's got to be something that's relevant to you, perhaps based on something yeah. only you know about. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. I, I need to take a moment. I need to do a little business because um, in the live stream, Nasha made a note. She says uh, she's not getting notified on YouTube when we uh, start doing the podcast. And I just wanted to alert her what she needs to do. Um on the screen there, you should see a little bell to click. And if you click that bell, that gives you the notifications. If you're not seeing that, try unsubscribing and then subscribing again. You'll see a little bell. Click that. The, the bell is how you get notified every single time. So all that means is you just haven't clicked the little bell. So oh, just that little piece gotcha. of business. you got to ring that bell. Remember? you got to ring the bell. I love that song. I don't even song. try to do that song. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the, 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 the I love that song. <laughs> Went right through great. my head as soon as you said that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> That'll bring your spirits up. Listen to that song. There you go. Very good. Okay, so next one comes from Federica. She says, I've been going through a meaningful loss in my life, and I am experiencing high levels of anxiety, and I can't breathe properly most days. I don't have any kind of respiratory problems, so it's really just that. And she's looking for some advice. On how to, how to deal with the loss? She means? Uh, I, I guess, apparently. I, I think it's how to deal with the loss and how to deal with the anxiety and the, and the, uh, the breathing issue. Yeah. So, um, um, so there's several things. Um, you know, there's, um, there's a great, uh, website called healthjourneys.com. On there, they have really great meditations, guided meditations, specifically for anxiety and panic and stress, but also for loss. I mean, it, it's like you can go on there and get anything. ADHD, I mean, you name it, they have it on there, uh, most of it anyway. Um, <clears throat> so I would suggest that for her. Um, breathing exercises. But I don't know why they're telling me for, she needs an Epsom salt bath with lavender. Okay. I don't know what that is, but... Um, the grief, the grief is what I'm feeling is that it's stagnant in the body. It's not coming out and they're trying to get it out. And these are, these are the ways to do it, to get it out. Linda, what do you got? I first felt it's almost as if like, there's like um, a clamping down on the heart. And it's weird because this has come up like three times this week where it's almost as if you're, it's almost like the, it's almost like it's suffocating or it's been squeaked. It's like you just need yeah. to bust right. it open. And I find the best way, if you're not going to get an energy healing from somebody who can really easily help you to do that, is to just keep bringing in, like a lot of times I like to plant a seed of light right in there. So as if you're planted a seed in the ground and you're going to water it, but you just keep pulling in light. So you can do that with your breath, which always relaxes you, right? 
and just yep. breathing in, pulling in so much light that it starts to um, really shine so bright and it allows for whatever it is that's kind of clamping or holding or that energy that's to, to start to open, right? And then as you're breathing in that light, you can just imagine even that you're just breathing, you're just allowing your heart to just open once again and become more of who you are. So it's almost like, it's almost like a detachment from you being who you are because grief sucks. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. I, it can shake your world. Yeah. Where you don't even know what's, what, what's what. What ends what, up. Like, yeah. Yeah. When my sister died, you know, she's young, right? When she died, it just, I honestly was like, what? I didn't know what was what anymore <laughs> for a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. So things like that, they're simple to do. Like really just nurturing yourself, you know, um, talking to, whoever was that past, right? And whether you believe that they can hear you or not, just even the, just doing that will comfort you, I believe. And Rita can tell you a whole bunch more stuff about that. Um, that's yeah, just, that's um, just what came to me. I'm, I'm not, so I'm not clear. Is, is it a loss like they're in spirit or is it a loss like a relationship that got left? Do you, do you understand, Walt, if it is or yeah. isn't? The, the the message that she wrote isn't clear either way. Just isn't that clear. it is a okay. meaningful loss. That's it. Okay. So it doesn't matter anyway. But they're saying that the reason why the, the Epsom salt with lavender is so important, the bath, water is emotion. When you put you when you submerge yourself in water, you clear your emotions. And any toxicity will be cleared out like from the Epsom salt. The lavender is in, and also relax her muscles because I can feel the tension everywhere in her body. Um, the lavender is just to soothe her energy and to do a breathing exercise in the water would be fantastic. Yeah. So basically okay. combine what you said with what Linda said, do both together at the same time. Yeah. Cause I was asking them, all right, what is it with the bath? Like, you know, and they, they reminded me that water is connected to emotion and it helps to release it. It certainly and makes you know sense. Maybe, maybe it even just allows her to take time for herself. Yeah. And that Nobody too. else is going to be in that bathtub. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> 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 for her sake, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but it is important, though, because uh, we already know breathing is very, very important uh, for health and for being uh, of a clear mind, right? One of the things we want to do is clear the, the junk out of our mind. So that's why people meditate or do mirror exercises or a variety of things like that to just clear everything out. Because until we do that, the vibration that we're putting out is kind of all over the place and bouncing between this, that, and the other thing. We aren't really in a focused way, so to speak. So what you're describing is, is like a very dedicated way to regain conscious control of our breathing and to do it yep. deliberately. Yeah. Right. That's really yeah, just important. make it like your own little spot thing, you know, put some candles and whatever, you know, make it as, as nice as you want. Cause with that all just relaxes you even more. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, grief has its own time schedule. It's not something you can force and, or push. It just has to come through you and out through you and out. So some days will be better. Other days, not so good, you know, and, and in those days you, Take comfort that, you know, there'll come a time that it will be good, you know. But I I understand, Linda. I get what you're saying. It's like, yeah, you don't know what's up and what's down. 
So you do the best you can. That's it. So hopefully that helps Federica. Now we've got a beginner question coming in here next. And I thought this would be cool partly because I think probably the answer has to do specifically with energy and you guys are like the experts at energy. So let me bring it in. This is by Kate and she says, I just started to manifest something and now I am wondering how often do I, how often do you manifest one thing? Is it good to do it every day, every week, just once? How often do you do it? All the time. I don't understand the question. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever Uh, I need to manifest something, I do it. It's, it could be daily. It could be, you know, weekly. It could be every hour. I'm like, okay, spirit, bring me this. I want this now. And it, you know, plus um, we manifest our every minute. I mean, you know, really we're constantly manifesting. So maybe to, I would say maybe to not think that it has to be done in any certain way. Right. And just keep talking to whatever that is that you want to call that energy. Right. Um, to keep talking to it about the things you desire in your life. You know, That's I, I don't think. I really don't think there's any rules because it's different for everybody. We all have our own way of making that connection and having the energy just line up to where it comes in. Yeah. I do know um, that. I'm sorry. I I was going to say, I do know that some people uh, caution, just put it out there once and then leave it alone because people often have a tendency to try to attract from a position of lack. So what they end up really doing is vibrating to, I really don't have this thing and I continue to feel like I don't have this thing. So I'm going to keep putting out there. I want this thing that I really don't feel like I have. And so all all I'm really doing is keeping it away. I think it's where that comes from. You know what? It works always. See, that's why it's so individual because you can literally put it out once and have it be done. I mean, there's things that like my friend Keiko, who's going to come in, my client, she put out this alpaca farm when she was a little kid. She didn't really actually wow. do things to make it happen, and, and it happened. But I don't remember the full story. She'll tell you herself. Um, but, you know, and it's true. When you Then you start trying too hard. That's that word, trying. And all you're yeah. doing is holding an energy of it not coming. So you got to find your way with it. So I find just talking to the universe, maybe you say the same thing every day. Maybe you say it once. Maybe you say it every other way. Like, whatever, whenever it comes, when the energy comes. Yes. Yeah. And it's not just what you say. It's the feeling behind it. Yeah. There's, That's it. there's what makes it manifest like yeah. ultra quick. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know about you guys. If you guys, if, if I am trying to specifically request something, I make sure that I'm feeling good before I make the request. If I yeah. try to make a request from a place where I'm not feeling good, it's going to boomerang on me in some way. I don't necessarily know how, but in some way it's going to come out wrong in a way that I had no intention of bringing it in simply because I wasn't in a good place when I asked. Yeah. And the other thing too is some people say, don't keep it, don't leave it open ended, put a time limit on it. But you know, like I don't know that I buy into that. I mean, maybe that works for some people and maybe that time limit actually keeps it away because now you're concerned that that day is coming and it didn't come yet. You know what I mean? So yeah, then you you, yeah. you put more anxiety in it when you you know because it, the bottom line is you have to have faith that it's coming, whether it comes today or tomorrow or next week. Right. That's the faith behind it and the energy that really like excited energy behind it is what makes it happen. Yeah, you just so like so okay. If we get into that imagination thing, like we were doing before, if you just imagine that this is happening, there's no way it doesn't happen. Right, that's enough. You know, you that's just enough. You just because if you're imagining it's happening, you're excited for it. Like you're holding the energy of it. But I don't think we have to constantly um, make ourselves feel the energy of it all the time. 
I think when you're losing the energy of it, you want to bring it back in. So that's why it's there's, different for everybody. There's a difference between having the energy all the time or just surrendering and knowing it's coming. Because I don't want people to think that, oh, if I surrender, then, you know, and I don't put all the energy all the time. No, surrendering just means you trust it even more that it's coming. Yeah. So sometimes that is how it's going to work. Yeah. That is very individual. And there's how many books are there written about this kind of thing, right? Oh, and some of hundreds. some of their methods or so-called ways of doing it work for some and don't work for others. It's always find your own way, you know? Always. Always. Yeah. But that's why we're that's why people ask us questions to see, you know, if they get something from what we're doing. You know, they don't necessarily have to follow what we do, but at least they're getting, you know, um, examples. And that's, that's, that's important too. Right. Especially when you're a beginner, because it's confusing when you're a beginner. I mean, you're getting all these mixed signals and you don't know what to trust, what to pay attention to, what to ignore. Right. Right. So they need to pay attention to themselves and how they feel. Mm. Right. And, and pick and choose, take bits and pieces from what, what resonates with what some book or some teacher is telling you. Take what resonates and discard what doesn't and form your own, right? We're creators, right? Create your own way of doing it and being it. Right. And feeling is definitely the common denominator. All the methods rely on that idea. If if it feels good, you're on the right track. If it doesn't feel good, reconsider it. Look at it. Look at another option. Yeah. And some things will stick with you. Maybe one or two things from one thing will stick with you. Then you move on to something else. Something from that will stick with you. Then you go to something else and absolutely does not resonate at all. And you're like, get, get, mm-hmm. go by, see you. Yep. Um, and so it's just take what it may be a freaking sentence that you hear when you're reading and you hear it and you go, oh, the light goes on. That's all you needed. It's in, the, it's in your energy now. You don't even need to go yes. back and reread it. Yeah, and you know what? It's making me it's making me think of how there are certain ways like I would bring in light or do certain things that used to work for me that can still work for me, but now there's other ways that it's come to me that I prefer. So now I do this. But then exactly. if I'm working with someone, like today I was working with a girl, first time ever, a young girl, and like there's so many different things I could have shown her, but like two or three of them came up, and one that I really thought would didn't. It didn't present. So it's like, okay. So these are the ones that are for her for today. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that can definitely happen. Yeah. Now, now she had a follow-up question. She says, so how many times do we put it out and then let it go? <laughs> we just answered that. <laughs> how many times do we put it out and let it go? As much as however, you However <laughs> you feel comfortable. Yeah. That's how many. Nasha, however you're in control. You, you're, you're the creator. You call the shots. That's it. If you say spirit to spirit and to the, you know, to the universe, I, this is it. I'm putting this out one time, bring it. And that's it. You commanded the energy. You get it. You get that nice, good feeling about it. You don't need to do it again. But if you get up the next day and you feel like, you know what? I think I'm going to put that energy out there again. Nobody's going to call you and say, listen, I told you not to put that energy out there again. <laughs> you're not going to get, you know what I mean? You're not going to get in trouble for it. You know, so and I'll tell whatever you, feels good. I'll share another story with someone else I was working with this week who um, had this desire, this thing she's working on, and it kept running into all this trouble. And she just declared to the universe, to, to whatever was wanting to listen to her, 
that's enough. This is how it's going to be because she was so knowing what she, what, what was right for her. And you know what? The next, and she was like, she felt like she was at her wits end, like it's never going to happen kind of thing. Right. So at that point, she's like, all right, this is it. Like, like almost like, and you don't have to have that energy for it, but it was, she was, she had such conviction the next day it happened. There it was. There it was. Because she just made it, and she wasn't wishy-washy, you know, and she wasn't no longer trying or how do I do this? How do I do that? She's like, this is the way it is. <laughs> and, it yeah. and, you, and you hear a lot of stories like that, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, they're all, they're all based on, on, like you said, on belief. I think Rita was saying, you know, how firmly do you believe it? And when you say it the way you just said it, it sounds to me like you believe it. It sounds pretty clear to me. But if you put it out there, well, yeah, I kind of believe it, then you're not quite in the same space. <laughs> you know, uh, people ask me, because um, I say to them sometimes, I curse, uh, I just tell them, and this is, I fucking want this now. And that's the <laughs> end of it. Like, that's my conviction, you know? And it's just because that's who I am. Like, if I need to do it that way, I do it. And people go, oh, do they, like, don't they get upset meaning spirit? Don't they get upset if you curse? No. Yeah, yeah. They could care less. Yeah. If you curse. Yeah. They don't. Well, they're not. They're not even talking to to you with words. They're they're responding to the energy. They don't even know the word fuck. Only we know (laughs) that word. And and how to use it. And for me personally, I totally love it when I come across people in the spiritual community that aren't afraid to freaking curse. (laughs) You know, just be real. (laughs) You're talking my language now. So yeah, it's good. I like that's it. fabulous. Oh. All right. Well, we got one more here. This one's from Mara, and she's got a question about why people are able to manifest better than other people. She's saying, "Why do you think it is that some people who are not particularly good or positive get the best in life?" I've always wondered about that. I have a few friends that are like that. They have everything in life, a great job, money, health, and especially the perfect partner. They literally have guys who treat them like queens, and even that's an understatement. The guys worship the ground they walk on and have been good to them for all the years they're together, but my friends don't really treat the guys particularly well. That concept is so weird to me. Meanwhile, some really good people struggle to manifest anything good. How can that be possible, she asks. Yeah. it's kind of hard to like find words to maybe try to describe that um i'm going to tell you this okay you don't always know somebody else's life things that appear that way may not always be that way okay i know plenty of them on the outside they look like they got it all but everybody here has lessons to learn Every single person. So not everybody has it that easy. There are some in this life who have had a particularly shitty past life right before this one and said, I need a break. And they come here and they experience a lot of good things because they needed that break from learning very hard lessons because it's hard enough just being here, right? With these lessons. That's another thing. The last thing I'm going to say is They must be doing something right if that's true. Even if you think that they're negative or they're this, maybe they have no attachment when they are manifesting. 
Like there's no attachment. They just, they just think in their head, absolutely, I can do this. And then they let it go and there's no attachment to how it comes, when, the whole thing, and they manifest it like that. What I want to say is, or what I'm trying to say is, you don't really know 100%. So don't think what, don't think because, you know, you see that, that that's really what it is. Like we're judging like, you know, well, it, you know, why did, you know, they're, they're assholes. Why do they get that? You know, why do they get all of that? If they're, they're such yeah. like pricks in this world or whatever, you know, it's like, and it, we don't know the whole story. So we can't really judge it. You know? I say ultimately they're vibrating to that. And that's why it's there for them. Yes. I know right? people that vibrate to money like you can't even imagine, but yep. they are miserable in other ways. Yep. Misery. When I tell you misery, they could bury, I don't know who with their money, but the misery is beyond. Or even that they've grown up always with the vibration of having money. So even if it looks right. like they don't do anything to earn their money, they have it because they're already vibrating to this energy of having it, right? What about skinny right. people who can eat whatever they want, right? They just hold that. It's, I, I think it's beyond the body. They just hold that energy of of that. Everything goes beyond the body. That's a good, good point. It's not yeah. just the body. Everything goes beyond the body. Remember that you're operating... 95% of the time in your subconscious mind, if you're not conscious. So whatever happened, you know, whatever, how this girl grew up or this guy or whoever they're talking about, we don't know. We don't know. So somebody yeah. who comes from poverty, right? Like my mother grew up in poverty, holes in her shoes. They really didn't have anything, right? When she reached her twenties, her thirties, we had money, right? Because of my father. We won't get into that, but I'm just saying. My mother never, ever was able to let go of the fact that she didn't have, that she had money. And, and that she was poor because she would save things that she'd go, you never know. And she always tell me, count your pennies. You may need them one day. Well, nice. I mean, that's just not how to manifest, right? You just don't tell, keep counting your pennies. It's like, come on, ma. She could never get out of that, that, um, poverty, um, uh, mindset. Right. The vibration, even though she had plenty of money. Plenty of money. And, and, and how I know this is because I found a lot of it. You know, so she would hide it. All these freaking <laughs> people calling me. Hold on. Um, I, and I would find some of it, you know, and I'd be like, this woman saves everything. Like, if it's not necessary. But if it, but if it was for me, she'd lay out like it was nothing. If it was somebody else that needed it, here you go. For herself, never. She would save and then give to whoever needed it. So in her mind, it was like, you know, so this is what I'm saying. It, it, and then if there are people that grow up with a lot of money, but then they have all this energy connected to that they have to have a lot of money. And then they either get the lesson of they don't have it. Or they get the lesson of they hoard it, or they get the lesson of, you know, um, they're, they spend way too much and they, you know, it's so different. Everybody's so different. They come in with so many different things. And, so, and that's you know, why, yeah, that's why it's important for us, especially this tw year, 2020, right? We want to look 
within, like, what's true for me? It doesn't matter what's true for that person over there, you know? And don't right. compare yourself. Because when you do that, then you're devaluing yourself, you know? Like, what's true for me? Right. I think right. it's also important Am I to rambling? That... I feel like I'm rambling. No, go Well, no, no, you're coming out with good stuff. Very yeah. good stuff. Okay. Um, no, because that's like what I'm... we were talking about. It's like, it's yeah. what, what is the energy that you're holding? And we're just using money as an example. It could have been anything, really. Oh, I can't put this phone today. <laughs> but, but what I also wanted to add in is right. vibration and law of attraction. Don't give a, a, a damn about morality. Morality is irrelevant. What, what the law of attraction is concerned with is vibration. Exactly. So what's the vibration? You know, if, if the vibration is That's there, it. it's going to deliver something of similar vibration. Good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't make any difference. It's like, you know, it, it's kind of like assuming that. Good and bad like that. Yeah. It's, it's like assuming that we're only going to attract what we consciously want to positively attract. We're never going to attract whenever we're feeling lousy. Right. No, just, <laughs> wait a minute. Don't no. me. It, it worked. Yeah, it doesn't you, work you, like you, that. You, you, lay off, you told us at the beginning of the show an entire story about how you had a whole week of one thing after another that went wrong because you kept Shit. staying in that place. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's just the way the law of attraction works. And that's why it happened, Rita. Here we go. Now you can let it go. Just to make that God. point. Dang. Oof. <laughs> <Out the laughs> window. Purpose to all things, right? Always. See, I had to bring it to the show today to tell yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so I mean, regardless of what the reasons are, the reasons don't really matter. The point is, where are you at vibrationally? How are you feeling? If you're not feeling good and you're having stuff happen that isn't feeling good, are we surprised? <laughs> I mean, this is not a difficult equation here. This is a pretty straightforward equation. So, I know. Now, now she so was asking people... something similar. You know, she was talking about something no. similar in the live stream. It's the same thing. I know she's been going through some real crap lately. She's asking herself, "Well, why am I getting all this crap? Well, where have you been feeling?" I mean, right. A leads to B. It's very straightforward. Exactly. Exactly. So. Well, hopefully everybody got that one. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that we'll constantly be having to go back to because yeah, I think we exactly. come into this thinking, well, I, I saw the secret and the secret told me all I had to do was visualize what I want and everything will work out the way I want it to be. And the yeah. secret kind of, I mean, it did touch on it, but it kind of skated over some of the stuff about how, well, if you're not in a good feeling place, you're going to attract right. stuff you don't like. You know, right. it's just, that's right. just part that of how began it goes. The, yeah, that began like the process of, telling people about manifestation, but they left out major things that, yeah. you know, are now part of, you know, teaching people how to manifest. So the real hey, question I isn't see... why it's happening. The real question is what are you going to do to change? Right. Right. Absolutely. Stuff happens. Okay. Let's just, we'll just posit that. We'll just say, we agree regardless you know, put aside how we were feeling stuff happens. What are you going to do right. about it? Are you going to keep right. going back to, well, why does this stuff keep happening? Or you got? Are you make some changes. <laughs> oh, what's divine, it? Oh, she drew a card. What does it say? Divine timing. Divine timing. Oh, oh there you it. go. That's All what right, we're talking so about. Perfect. Let's see what it says. I can hardly wait. <laughs> okay. So it says, life is always unfolding in perfect time-space sequence. So angel wisdom is encouraging you to move into a state of trust, knowing that good things are always unfolding for you. You may find yourself feeling impatient and unsettled, but instead of letting your ego and your imagination 
pull you into the downward spiral. Trust that your prayers are being answered and your plans are coming to fruition in a way that is meeting your needs rather than your wants. You may feel that your prayers aren't being answered or that your hopes aren't being realized, but you must know that the universe and your angels are always working towards your highest good and the outcome that will best serve you. When you are, when this card appears, trust in the process. Now there's a little bit more extended message. Okay. This card is a sign that your hopes and dreams are unfolding. You may not think so, but you need to remember that you may be working in human time. Mm. Whereas God is always working on a soul time, which can never be measured or rushed. You're being guided to know that your angel team is with you right now, encouraging you to call in the support of heaven and aligning with your current situation with love. Imagine yourself and your situation covered in a golden light and ask your angels to show you the way forward, knowing they are always working for your highest good. That just about sums it up, huh? It does. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Look at that. Now, I'm going to bring in a little bit more from what Nasha said because she did bring up an interesting question. She said that uh, a counselor she spoke to recently told her, that uh, spiritual possession may be going on here, like she has a, a spirit trying to possess her. So what do you think, what do you guys think about spirit possession? I'll let Rita hit that, <laughs> I'll let Rita hit that one first. Oh, God. Rita's probably had so much more experience with that. Like, I, I don't really, I don't totally buy into it, because I think sometimes you can create that appearance of that because someone told you that. Not to say yes. that you don't have some denser or lower energy pulling at your energy because you're shining a light and then they want to, it's like, Ooh, light. Let's suck that up. Let's feed <laughs> off of the light. You know? Well, those are, those are energy vampires. Um, I've experienced on several occasions when I was doing, you know, when I was first beginning my work and I was vulnerable um, because uh, number one, I was an empath and I wasn't always sure how to handle my energy at that time. And, I had this woman who was bipolar uh, saying she did this work and she was telling me something about my eyes and, you know, and this and that. And, and I bought into it, you know, I bought, it scared the shit out of me and I ended up with terrible anxiety from it. And then someone said to me, well, you got to get rid of that energy. And what I had to get rid of was the belief of, what she was saying to me. Um, what I thought was she was, you know, from what the person was telling me, oh, she's like, you know, taking over me. No, 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 no. She didn't, you know, it was my belief of what she was saying to me. Did her energy feel good? Her energy felt like shit. But that doesn't mean I was possessed by the energy. Is there possession? You know, I I don't even know how to, I want to say that I believe that to some degree that could happen. Um, I just don't know enough to speak to it because um, I haven't seen it, you know, in that way. I've never seen it. I've seen, and the reason why I'm saying it's possible is because I've seen people, you know, move themselves to the side, move their ego to the side and allow another energy to come through them and speak, change the voice, everything. So I'm thinking 
if that's possible, anything's possible, including if you are that vulnerable, including a negative energy or entity coming in and trying to, you know, um, attack you. And um, so I think there's validity to it. I, I just don't know enough about it um, to to say, do I think Nasha has it? No. That I have enough to say, but I, I don't think she's being possessed. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I think um, it's her own um, uh, mindset that's doing it to her. Yeah, and you know what? And and so she's been struggling with things, and anybody, good intentions or bad intentions, could maybe take advantage of that and give this as an excuse or an mm-hmm. explanation for it. Doesn't mean that it's true, right? Only that's right. Yeah, I think I think Nasha can should like really just feel for herself. Does that feel true? Like there's this other energy within me. Yeah, because maybe yeah. you know maybe there is energy tugging at her because she's. Because she carries a bright light whether she can see it or not. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. That bright light right is important, now, too. Yes, and right now there is a, a big pull between the dark and the light because uh, the shift in the energy. The shift, you know, like we're moving up in vibration. And, the you know, the people that aren't ready to go there or the entities that don't want that to happen are, you know, they're trying to do the tug of war with us. And so... It, we that like Linda said, you got to go in and and know that you have that light that no one can take from you, no one unless you give your permission. Right. No one can take anything from yeah. you, so, not so, even spirit because of free will. Yeah. So now she could spirit. declare, no, no one else is allowed to live here but me. You know what I mean? And just really yeah. just keep pulling in the light, like all the time, just keep pulling it in. You know, I like yeah. to plant that seed in my heart and just, you know, pull it in and let it, let that light go into my whole, my body, my energy field. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because we do know that, uh, let, let's pause it for a moment that there is, I mean, Rita, I know you said that she's not actually dealing with that right now, but let's pretend that she is for the moment. Let's, let's just sure. assume it. If she is, we still know that all she has to do is raise the energy up and it can't stay. Because can't stay. It, the, incompatible vibrations don't work. So right. as soon as she raises her vibration up, it goes away. And that's it's what like you were talking an, about, Linda, when you said you bring the light and bringing the light in is raising that energy. It's getting that vibration. Yeah. Up. Right. It's like if, if an energy came into my house, but it wasn't in me, it was in my house and it was kind of wreaking a little havoc because it's unrested the energy. Right. All I have to do is command it to leave. Yeah. Right. Three times I tell it out along mm-hmm. here. And, and then I say to Archangel Michael, Oh no! She Let's probably... go take and you know okay. show them the light. Show them, yeah, yeah, show them the light. You know, whatever makes me feel comfortable in that moment. You know, sometimes it's just enough to tell them, but sometimes I I like Michael to come and just you know and then cleanse. I just clear the house, and and it's done. It's done. Yeah. That's how simple it is. But what happens is, and it's happened to me on many occasions. You get caught up in the fear, mm, and then you're not yes. sure. You're not sure how to get past the fear in that moment. It's like overwhelming. So, you know? so Rita, see if you can feel into this because what's coming to me, I guess for Nash in particular, is that um, she could be running some programs or having some things in there that that create fear for her of her own power and light. So yeah, so really 
Yeah. So not like stepping in and allowing that her own power and light, because who knows what happens wherever and you make these vows, oh, it's a decision, you're going to, you're going to shut it down because it's too powerful. It hurts people or whatever. Right. And then you have to live this life where you're never engaging in your own power to make things be what you want to be. But I, I hope that you still have what was coming to you, Rita. I'm just saying that so many people are afraid of their own power because they think that the power is power over. That's what they're used to experiencing. They're not, ex they're not used to experiencing being empowered and that they, they have, and people don't always think that they have that um, ability to, you know, have that just because of how they grew up or who told them this about themselves or who told them that, you know, you, you, you're worth nothing, you you know, so they don't even know that they have that, that power, you know? Right. So and, and partly because they were shining so much of that power that those other people who couldn't handle it squashed it. Right. So now here you are the effect of that disallowing your own power to be. Mm, right. Boy. Yeah. 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 That, that's big and right there. You have to, when, when you shine your light and people, you know, get upset about it, you just shine it brighter and just walk away knowing you're, you're, you're there trying to help them. How they, Ditto. how they Ditto. receive it. Yeah. <laughs> how they receive it is not your business. Right. So that's like two New Yorkers saying, in your face, man. This is me. <laughs> shining bright. This is me, man. I'm shining bright. I don't care what you think. Yeah. Not, not, in, <laughs> a bad, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. But I'm saying like, you know, just like own it, you know. Claim it, own it, share it in ways that is uplifting. You can be powerful and not use it in a bad way. So if there was anything like in the past, maybe I don't know if Rita feels into that for her at all. Um, but it's that, you know, don't, let's just clear for you anything that would she prevent you or forbid you from being that light. Yeah. Nasha is clearing all the old shit. We all are. And there's, when you want to be a light worker here, especially now at this time with what's going on, all you, in order to be the best you can be, you have to clear your shit. So there's going to be shit that comes up that doesn't feel good. That doesn't mean you're possessed. It doesn't mean you're, you know, you, anything. It just means it's coming up and it's got to come out. Just allow it to do that. That's all. Yeah. Right, Rita? Just allow it. For your past week. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of experience oh. coming through. <laughs> Yeah, kidding, right. boy. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, just so I want to remind people before we finish up for the day, yeah. if you haven't uh, started yeah. using the Yellow Today app, please do so, and we want you to use it to send in questions because that's how we uh, get these questions onto the show here. But, uh, ladies, thank you once again for all your insights. Really, really good thank stuff you. today. And Rita looks like we Love raised it. your vibe, so you're in a good place. That's good. Love <laughs> yes. That. Thank you, live streamers. And thank you for all of our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.